Exploring our extraordinary solar system. Part 4 Jupiter's moons Jupiter is one of two planets the other one is Saturn that have the most moons in our solar system. Jupiter has 79 moons in total. It has 53 named moons and 26 awaiting their names. We will be talking about the four largest moons that orbit Jupiter, the Galilean moons. They are called the Galilean moons after the Italian astronomer Galileo Galilei, who first observed them in 1610. These moons are bigger than our moon and are named Io, Europa, Ganymede, and Callisto. Io is known to be the only object that has many active volcanoes in the solar system. Io is one of the most colorful celestial bodies in our solar system. This is due to the sulfur and sulfur compounds on its surface. It has no water on it, unlike the other Galilean moons. Io is named after a maiden who was loved by the Greek god Zeus and was turned into a cow during a dispute between Zeus and his jealous wife Hera. The next moon on the list is called Europa. Europa is one of the most interesting worlds to explore because scientists found suitable environments for some form of life on it. From observations, scientists found that Europa's surface looks like a sea of crushed ice. Scientists believe that beneath this layer there might exist an ocean that may contain twice as much water as all of our oceans combined. Europa was named after a princess who was abducted by Zeus Jupiter in Roman mythology to be his lover. Our next moon is called Ganymede. It is the biggest moon in our solar system. Exploring Ganymede is important to scientists because NASA's Hubble telescope found evidence of an underground saltwater ocean on it. Scientists think that this ocean will have more water than the water on Earth's surface. Not only this, but scientists have found that Ganymede's thin atmosphere contains small amounts of oxygen. This moon is named after a young boy who was carried to Olympus by Zeus and made the cupera of all the gods. Our last big moon is Callisto. Callisto is Jupiter's second biggest moon and the third biggest one in our solar system. It was once thought dead. However, in the 1990s it was discovered that it may have a salty ocean beneath its surface. This made Callisto on the list of the worlds that may have some sort of life on it. Callisto is named after a woman who was Zeus' lover. When Hera found out about their relationship, she turned Callisto into a bear. Saturn's moons now, we are going to explore the moons of our beautiful Saturn. Saturn has 82 moons, making it the possessor of the largest number of moons in our solar system. We will explore two of Saturn's most famous moons. The first moon is called Titan. It is the second largest moon in our solar system. It is the only moon in our solar system that has clouds and an atmosphere like our planets. Its atmosphere is made mostly of nitrogen, like our atmosphere. Titan's surface is made of water ice as hard as a rock. However, scientists believe that beneath its surface there is an ocean of liquid water. Titan takes its name from Greek mythology. A Titan was a member of a family of giants that used to rule the world before the Olympian gods. The next moon is called Enceladus. Enceladus has the widest and loveliest surface in our solar system. Wouldn't it be incredible if we could live on such a beautiful planet? In fact, scientists think so. Enceladus makes it easy for us to examine it. It has an icy ocean and it sprays icy particles in space. 
One of our spacecraft has got samples from these particles and examined them. Scientists found out that Enceladus has most of the chemical ingredients that are needed for life. Uranus moons Uranus has so many moons. It has the biggest number of moons in our solar system. All of the discovered moons are named after characters from the works of the playwright Shakespeare and the poet Alexander Pope. Uranus has five large moons and they are Titania, Oberon, Ariel, Umbriel, and Miranda. Titania is the largest of them and Miranda is the smallest. These moons are made of rock and water ice. Many small moons exist between these large moons and they are almost like asteroids. But thankfully, they do not crash into one another. Neptune's moons Neptune has 14 moons but the most distinguished one is Triton. Triton is the largest of Neptune's moons. Scientists think that Triton was formed in the Kuiper belt but was pulled by Neptune's gravity. Triton is special because it is the only moon in our solar system that orbits in the opposite direction of its planet rotation. This is called a retrograde orbit. Triton is named after Poseidon's son Poseidon is Neptune in Greek mythology. Dwarf planets our next stop is all about dwarf planets. Dwarf planets are too small to be considered planets, but they are not that small to be considered any other small celestial body, like asteroids for example. Another reason why they are not considered planets is because their orbit has other small objects. A planet's gravity can push these small objects out of its orbit. However, dwarf planets do not have a powerful gravity. We are sure you've heard about the dwarf planet Pluto, but there are other dwarf planets that we are going to explore here. Pluto Pluto is the most well-known of the dwarf planets. This is because it used to be the ninth planet in our solar system. But when scientists found out more about Pluto and other objects as small as it, they removed poor Pluto from the list of planets. But worry not. Even though it is not a planet, Pluto is a fascinating world for us to explore. It is smaller than our moon and it has a cute spot that looks like the heart of its surface. One day on Pluto is about 153 hours long, that's too long for a day. And a year on Pluto lasts 248 Earth years. A long time to wait for your birthday, right? Pluto exists inside the Kuiper belt. Although Pluto is very far away from the Sun and was considered the ninth planet, it sometimes was closer to the Sun than Neptune. Pluto also has its own moons. It has five moons and its largest one is called Charon. Fun fact. Pluto was named by an 11-year-old English girl. She picked its name from Roman mythology. Pluto was the name of the underworld god. Ceres the next dwarf plane that we are going to visit is Ceres. Ceres exists in the asteroid belt. The asteroid belt is a place between Mars and Jupiter that has most of the asteroids in our solar system. Ceres was once considered an asteroid, but scientists thought that it was way too big to be considered one. However, it is considered the smallest of the dwarf planets. Another difference between Ceres and asteroids is that it does not look like a potato. Ceres actually has a round body. A year on Ceres is only 4.6 Earth years long. But Ceres has one of the shortest days in our solar system. It takes Ceres only 9 hours to spin around its axis. Unlike other dwarf planets, Ceres does not have any moons. 
Ceres is one of the objects that scientists want to explore for any potential of life. In one of the missions, it was spotted that Ceres has water vapor. This means that it has water. And we know how water is important for life. That is why scientists plan to send missions to Ceres in the future. Fun fact. Ceres is named after the corn and harvest goddess in Roman mythology. The word cereal also comes from the same name. Make Make Our next stop is a bright dwarf planet, Make Make. Make Make is the second brightest dwarf planet, after Pluto, that could be observed by a telescope. Make Make is a very important object in space history. It was one of the objects, along with Eris, that were discovered that made Pluto get kicked out from being the ninth planet. Its discovery made scientists create a whole category just for these objects that were smaller than the rest of the planets. Makemake is inside the Kuiper belt. Makemake has no atmosphere. However, when it is the closest to the sun, it develops a thin atmosphere. A day on Makemake is 22.5 hours long, which is slightly shorter than a day on Earth. However, it takes Makemake 305 Earth years to orbit the sun. Makemake is named after the fertility god in Rapa Nua mythology. Huomia next dwarf planet is a fast one. Hormia is in the Kuiper belt. Hormia is the same size as Pluto, but it has a weirdly oval shape. Hormia is one of the fastest rotating objects in our solar system. It only takes Hormia 4 hours to spin around its axis. However, a year on Hormia is 285 Earth years long. Hormia is the second dwarf planet to have more than one moon, after Pluto. It has two moons named Namaka and Hayaka. Hormia is named after the Hawaiian goddess of fertility. Quick fact. No spacecraft has ever visited Hormia or traveled past it. Everything we know about this dwarf planet is from observations with telescopes. Eris we have finally arrived at our last dwarf planet, Eris. Eris is about the size of Pluto that it is nicknamed Pluto's almost perfect twin. Eris is also a very important object because it made scientists reconsider Pluto as a planet. It takes Eris 557 Earth years to orbit the Sun, but the length of its day is similar to ours. Eris takes only 25.9 hours to spin around its axis. Eris is named after the goddess of chaos in Greek mythology. Eris has only one moon called Dysnomia. This moon is actually named after goddess Eris' daughter. Asteroids The next objects that we are going to explore are asteroids. If you look at any space pictures of asteroids they would look like ill-shaped rocks, like potatoes. They are made of rock and sometimes, metal. When our solar system was formed 4.5 billion years ago, there were some leftovers. Asteroids are the remnants of this formation. The current known asteroid count is 1,113,527. It is believed that the total mass of all these asteroids combined is lesser than that of our moon. Asteroids come in all sizes. Some are just a few feet in diameter. Some are hundreds of miles in diameter. There are three types of asteroids that we are going to explore. Carbon asteroids, they are made up mostly of carbon and they are very dark in color. Around 75% of asteroids are carbon ones. Stony asteroids, they are made up mostly of rock and some amounts of metal. 
Metallic asteroids, they are made up of metals, primarily iron and nickel, and some amounts of stone. Most asteroids exist and orbit the Sun in a ring called the asteroid belt. This belt exists between Mars and Jupiter. Scientists believe that there are millions and millions of asteroids in the asteroid belt. There are some big asteroids out there. They are bigger than other asteroids to the point that they are considered minor planets. The four biggest asteroids are named Ceres, Vesta, Pallas, and Hygieia in order. They are, like our planets, named after Greek and Roman goddesses. Ceres is the biggest asteroid that we know of. It is so big that it is categorized as one of the dwarf planets. Vesta is the second biggest asteroid and is the brightest asteroid when looked at from Earth. Pallas was the second asteroid to be discovered after Ceres. It is considered the largest object in our solar system that is not round. Hygieia is the biggest carbon asteroid that we know of. Explorers have found that there are other asteroids outside the asteroid belt. There are two groups, the Trojan asteroids and Neoth asteroids. Trojan asteroids are the ones that share an orbit with a planet or moon. However, they do not crash into the planet. Most of the Trojan asteroids orbit the Sun with Jupiter. Most Neoth asteroids explode when they enter the Earth's atmosphere. Quick fact. Some scientists believe that millions of years ago when dinosaurs existed, a large asteroid hit the Earth and caused them to become extinct. Comets our next fascinating objects are called comets. Comets orbit the Sun, just like our planets do. They are made of dust and ice that were left from the formation of our solar system billions of years ago. Comets are best known for their spectacular tails. Comets come from two distant places that exist in our solar system. The first place is called the Kuiper Belt. This place exists beyond the orbit of Neptune. The comets that come from the Kuiper Belt are called short-period comets because they orbit the Sun in a short period. They take about 200 years to travel around the Sun. Other comets come from a far more distant place that is called the Oort Cloud. The comets that come from the Oort Cloud are called long-period comets. They are called that because they take more than 250,000 years to complete an orbit around the Sun. A comet has a frozen part that is called a nucleus. A nucleus is made up of ice and frozen gases. When a comet is near the Sun, its nucleus heats up. This causes ice to turn into gas and the gas and dust form a cloud around the comet. This cloud is called a coma. The gas and dust move away from the nucleus and sunlight pressures them until they form a bright tail behind the comet. When scientists took a closer look, they found that this tail is made up of two separate tails. The first tail is made of dust and the second is made of ions. These ions are gas molecules that are charged with electricity. Meteoroids, meteors and meteorites next on our list are meteoroids, meteors or meteorites. Actually, these terms are very different from each other. A meteoroid is a space rock. It is called that only when it is in space. Meteoroids vary in size, from dust grains to small parts of asteroids, comets, and even moons. Some meteoroids are made of rock, some are metallic, and some are made from both rock and metal. When a meteoroid enters Earth's atmosphere at high speed, it burns up. We call this a meteor. It is also called a shooting star. 
If you see a shooting star, make sure to make a wish. When a meteoroid does not burn up and it hits the ground, we call it a meteorite. Sometimes, we see a group of meteors. This is called a meteor shower. Meteor showers are named after the constellation where the meteors are coming from. A constellation is a group of stars that form a certain pattern. There are known meteor showers that happen at specific times of the year. For example, the Lyrids meteor shower happens in April and the Perseids meteor shower happens in August. Keep in mind that if the moon is full on any day of these months, a meteor shower will not appear. Kuiper Belt you might wonder about what is there beyond Neptune. Just outside Neptune's orbit, there is a belt of icy objects that is called the Kuiper Belt. It is home to the most famous dwarf planet, Pluto. Three dwarf planets, besides Pluto, exist in the Kuiper Belt as well. It is named after the scientist Gerard Kuiper, who was thinking about comets and where they come from. It was hard to see past Neptune with our best telescopes, so no one believed. It was years later when Kuiper was proved right. In 2019, a spacecraft that was traveling the Kuiper belt spotted a snowman-shaped object. Scientists called it Arakoth, meaning sky in the Powhatan Algonquian language. Arakoth is by far the most distant studded object. Oort Cloud a question may pop in your head, what is there even past the Kuiper belt? The answer would be the Oort Cloud. The Oort Cloud is a place that has many icy objects. It is where long-period comets come from. There has been little known about the Oort Cloud. No object has been even observed in the Oort Cloud itself. There is still so much we don't know about our universe. Every day passes, there is something to be discovered. So, make sure you witness these discoveries, 